Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. I guess we're going to have the uh, Kirk Cousins press conference, Patrick. Yeah, well, uh, we can play part of it, see what they have to say. This is a big deal, uh, bringing in the highest-profile free agent quarterback. I, You know, the Favre thing was crazy, but he was uh, 40 years old when he played his first game here, and uh, Warren Moon was awfully good when they got him. But uh, I'd say it's the biggest thing since Francis came back in 72. I, you, uh, you remember I, that one. Yeah, right? I don't dispute that. Because yeah. uh, uh, remember Francis? They had ads. Uh, uh, the the uh, What was passed for marketing guys back then, I can't remember who the guy was, but they greeted Must have been Bobby Hagan. Bobby Hagan no, Sr. No, it wasn't Bobby Hagan. <laughs> not anybody to do with the Vikings. Oh, okay. Somebody from a local advertising agency when they were just getting started. It might have been Pat Fallon, I don't know, but they had him on on a commercial, I think, for TCF the night he arrived here. Mm-hmm. That uh, is a good mar- that's a marketing you, yeah, person that's and on when it. you turn it around that fast, and then he did either Cadillacs or something else. He did some clothes. He was doing ads within two three days on local television, and some of the fellas that had been here uh, kicking arse and not getting any ads uh, were were a little upset that uh, Tark was coming in and getting the money in his jeans. 10 minutes after he got here. He went from here to the Giants and then back to here, Yeah, right? he was gone yeah. five years. Yeah. He had to get out. He and Norm got in a big feud. And then even though Norm, he had written a letter saying he wanted to be traded. And then Norm resigned. Uh, and even with that, uh, Tark, Tark was free. He wanted to go to New York. He 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 saw big things in his future. He he was a marketer, mm-hmm. and he wanted to go to New York and be a quarterback in New York for five years and see how it played out. And it played out pretty good for him. But he didn't win a lot. And then uh, he wanted to go somewhere he could, he could win. So he came back here, and he was uh, uh, huge. Uh, one thing I commented today on Sid's ninety eighth birthday. It was uh, hysterical back in the day to see Sid and uh Clovey, right you know sid right in the morning and the morning tribune and try to heap adulation on francis in his own stilted style mm-hmm. and then Clovey <laughs> would do it in just a flowery wonderful way but fran especially in the early years the first time he was here it was a battle to see who could show the most love to francis mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh but at least was, sid wasn't making up the quotes uh well yeah but you kind of wished he would have yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well I you know once in a while I mean some of what Francis was pretty verbose uh, you dealt with him for goodness sake yeah speaking of the birthday man I yes. I learned a factoid about Sir Sidney via your Twitter account today Patrick what's that the you know you and Mackie I believe started this by Phil uh, citing things that you were older than. Yes, yeah, things that were I was older than, and I said pizza yep. and TV, but mm-hmm. Sid is older than radio. I looked it up. He's older than radio. <laughs> the, the first radio station to start broadcasting was KDKA in Pittsburgh yep. in October, late October of two, 1920. So Sid is seven months older than radio. <laughs> He's damn near as old as newspaper. Wow. <laughs> They're about 300 years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, then I was looking now. up. Somebody said about who could have ever thought Sid would have lived to see all these stadiums that he campaigned for constructed. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I was thinking, we are even getting a soccer stadium next year. So I looked that up, hoping Sid was older than soccer. But uh, <laughs> it started in uh, the U.S. Soccer Federation started in 1913. That was their first organized soccer. So Sid is actually six or seven years younger than soccer mm-hmm. in this country. Well, happy birthday, Sid. Yes, yes. Somebody did. I, I thought this was... Uh, funny but i don't know if other people did somebody asked he said you've you've lived a long time i mean you've known him as well as anybody for a long time what's the secret of his long life i said he just puts a little dip or drip of rattlesnake venom in his orange juice every morning and that keeps him going <laughs> just a little you don't want to use a lot of not it. too just, much just a touch just a little eyedropper full there but he's uh, he's getting adulation from all about it, and he will certainly get the call out from Kirk Cousins today at the start of the press conference in about a half hour here, right? Oh, I got to think. Yeah, know. they got him set up for that already. Yeah. Boy, does he look like Kevin Love in profile. Did you see that photo they sent yeah. on him? He looks like Kevin Love, but uh, he's pretty good. He's got a lot of personality, too. People will love him. Uh, do you want a little update from Bay Hill? I don't need much of one, but go ahead, yeah. Well, Henrik Stenson in the lead now at 6-under, McElroy 5-under, and Woods in a group uh, at 4-under. Yes, uh, it is uh, quite the leaderboard. Rory, uh, Rory, not not as long a comeback as Tiger, but he's been playing like a complete mutt this year. So uh, to have him go out there, I don't know. Do they kind of set Bay Hill up easy as it starts and then... And then make it a little tougher as the weekend progresses. I have no idea, but what a glorious day they're having. Yeah, the wind isn't howling. It was cold here this morning. It was cold. It was in the 40s there this morning. And I I wonder if they, did they have to wait for frost or anything? I guess they didn't get frost. But uh, it was uh, it was 50 degrees here this morning. Now it's turned into a gorgeous day. But uh, uh, Where did the ballpark play, uh, ball team play up in Tampa? The boys were up in Tampa, and they got done in about two and a half hours for the second straight day. Uh, breeze to an 8-1 victory. Five good innings for Gibby. Uh, the bullpen did good after that. Uh, two scoreless for Presley. This Tyler Kinley that they drafted Rule 5, and they like a lot. He had a quick 1-2-3 inning, and uh, they are... Uh, they they won eight to one. Uh, who got some big hits? Eddie Rosario got back in the lineup as the DH. He hasn't played for what since March fourth. How's something. your feud going with uh, Mackey and uh, Zolgat? Oh, they yeah, called the me. Update? They, they did call uh, you today. They called me this morning, but I hung up on them. So yeah. <laughs> why <laughs> why did they call you, Pat? Uh, I think they were making an overture to get back in my good graces. No, but, uh, no, I heard it. They were calling you. To taunt me. To taunt you by giving you... They wanted you to know what their show lineup was <laughs> yes, today. Yes, they had Trevor Simeon instead of me. Yeah. I was like, I wanted you to tell people what you told them. I told them there was a... I was at the ballpark today. There was a big fight in the clubhouse. A couple of guys punched each other. Yep. There might be broken hands, but I wasn't going to tell them who it was, and I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're playing it right. I think you're playing it right. Patrick, um... By the way, there was no fight in the No, clubhouse. of course oh, not. Okay. Before, you, before you get mad at me, Patrick, I want to yeah. tell you that I, I've learned a lot of what I do from you. So uh, with well, that, that in mind, lot, Kenny. with that in mind, I, I just think I, I, you should know that this morning I told the fellas early on, you really ought to call Patrick on the air to tell him you don't need him today. 
That's basically <laughs> what they did. You that gave sounds so much like Kenny. <laughs> they called the, they called to say, Pat, here's yeah. our lineup today. There really isn't much time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they, they did that. Okay, so, you gave the idea. That's what you I taught me, my those, friend. I didn't think those two were smart enough to oh, think. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. You know what? You know what bugs both of them, Pat? We it's don't even. We don't know if he's really mad or not. <laughs> <laughs> and it does prove our initial theory, Patrick, in that clearly four hours is not enough time for Mackie no, and John. No, they need a is, fifth hour. That is that is true. They could spill over a little into garage logic, maybe. You got a uh, TV in the press box there? No, I don't. And they just stopped blasting modern alternative music too so i'm i had to shut the curtain here but well, why the ball club was away i suppose half of them stayed no back, no huh? the groundskeepers oh. want to hear music so they they put it on the sound system and they play some crap yeah well bad, bad stuff so mm-hmm. anyway yeah uh no i haven't you know i i guess the oklahoma rhode island was pretty good you you're talking about the golf though right yeah I but, don't. Uh, I'm, I have no updates on the uh, NCAA tournament. Well, I'm uh, counting on Zaga almost got uh, yeah, beat, yeah, but they, they were they pulled out the down end. the stretch, and uh, Rhode Island and Oklahoma went overtime. Rhode Island beat them, and uh, Gonzaga survived. Kansas wasn't exactly blowing out Penn, but they won too. So. Uh, well, I always vote for, I, I root for all the Catholics. I don't want to be held in suspicion by the church. <laughs> yes, that's true. Got to be seven or eight teams this oh, year. Oh, there are. There are. Yeah, there are. the. Uh, you know, they they got that the conference, the Big East Conference, has two number one seeds. I think nine of the ten. I think Butler's the only uh, secular school in the uh, the whole uh, I think it's a tip-off when you go to confession and the priest says, who do you got in your bracket? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we take a break? True. All right. Hey, Reavers. Reavers. Yes, sir. Uh, get on your interlink, interlinks there and uh, look up the leaderboard for the Bay Hill Invitational. I don't think Phil Mickelson's in the field. Why wouldn't he play? Uh, maybe he likes to hang out on the West Coast for a while and not engage himself in the entire Florida swing. I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't been uh, in the field since uh, Mexico. Since won. Yeah. yeah. Well, Would this uh, be the Arnold his, Palmer invitation? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. This is only the second week since then, but he's taking a little break here because he played a lot. He, he plays the California circuit, I think. So Did he you know, play Pebble Beach? I can't Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he did. He damn near won it. As a preview to Bay Hill, uh, the Golf Channel had the uh, Arnold Palmer movie on again, mm-hmm. Arnie. Yes, uh, it's it was just too syrupy. It was just oh, too yeah. it's, uh, just dripping. Yeah, you with, don't uh, you don't see much in those uh, golf uh, historical pieces that are going to be controversial. Uh, you know, and and right. there was plenty to be controversial about, <laughs> well, yeah, but you're not going to you know, get that part. No, 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 you aren't yeah. going to get. The, you're going to get the, one of the great. Uh, I told you, there. I covered the predecessor to that tournament. The, at, it, was that a at, golf course out by the airport? Yes, right. I, I was there once myself. I think it was called the Florida Citrus Open. Yes, it was, and the golf course was Rancho or some, yeah. some dang thing. I can't remember where it was, but yeah, I, just a lousy little golf course in the city, basically, right? Yeah, and Arnie had and the I, giant I Cadillac. I can still see him 
<laughs> throwing his clubs in the trunk and changing it, his shoes right there. It, is that right? Yeah. He, yeah, he changed. So they, he was a trunk uh, member there. Then. I guess. He just I threw don't him know. in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I covered a. I, I went out there one day, too. I can't remember what to try to get some column. Was there a Minnesota guy around then? I don't oh, even know. Oh, God. This is the early 70s. First time I went out to Bay Hill for a tournament, I was going to get a column. On this new guy who was playing well, this new German. Oh, yeah. A Bernard Liner. Right. I was all of a sudden, we'd never had a German golfer, really. And he was the most boring human being I have ever talked to. And all these years and victories later... He still he's is. just modestly improved. <laughs> modestly improved. What a nice guy. Oh, yeah, he's a fine I've run guy into him in airports, of all yes. things, and said, hey, how you doing, Bernhard? Nice, nice playing. He goes, hey, thank you, and keeps walking, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's fine. But uh, he, he disappointed me a couple of years ago out there when he had a good day, and I asked him, I said, you know, have you heard about this new Twins right fielder? He just hit three home runs in a game, Max Kepler. He's a German. He's kind of like you, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, he's introducing baseball to Germany. He says, oh, I know a lot of friends over there who had kids play baseball. I said, well, I'm not talking about a little league here. I'm yeah. talking about a big leaguer, and he blew me off. So oh, yeah. Snub. I I could, he gave I you the rice snub. I thought I could get a nice free column. I didn't even get a quote. Yeah. So. You find anything? Reese? I can't see him. On I don't the think he's in the field. No, no. I Timmy, Timmy Heron's four over. Timmy Heron's in the really? field. Really? Yeah. Way to go, Lumpy, Let's go. Hey, there's a there's a golf store on Highway 41 over here, Tamiyama Trail. Yep. Lumpy's golf. Is that him? Well, I wonder. No, some other guy. I looked oh. it up. <laughs> Different guy some, named Lumpy. Some guy in town here named Lumpy. So mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, boy, Lumpy's branched out, but it wasn't. It was a different uh, Lumpy. Tiger's at four under. I don't know if you reported. Yeah, well, we were aware of. Yeah, that. and okay. Stenson's now seven under. So Tiger's fallen to three back in a group of uh, people at four. Do you know that he, uh, after today's round, became the favorite in Vegas to win the Masters? Really, he's now the betting favorite in Vegas at eight to one. Really, and Dustin Johnson and a couple other guys are nine to one. But he's now the betting. In other words, everybody who's out in Vegas at the sports books right now is betting on Tiger to win the Masters. Well, you know, Rob O'Brien, our guy, Rob yeah. O'Brien. Yeah, he said uh, it's over. Meaning Bay Hill, it's over. He's going to win. He's, he's going to win. <laughs> it's over. Hell, there's still great players on about the sixth hole, but. He's won there what four or five times, right? At he least. has won. He has. He, he won there every year. He's, he's won. That's one of the places where he's always won. So I wouldn't say it's over, but he'll be there Sunday. Uh, sure looks like it. How say, about a seventy? He made a seventy-one footer today. Who was your? Uh, who did the gambler guy like to win the uh, ter- <laughs> basketball tournament? Well, he touted UCLA to us the other day, and they got beaten in the, the, the play-in game by St. Bonaventure. But hmm. uh, we're, we're, we haven't given up on him yet. There's some. Uh, they, he, he more or less were, were talked about the first uh, two rounds. Joe, what we've discovered with our guy Brandon Lang, it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. It's how the message is delivered. <laughs> right. That's yes. what we're looking for. Would you agree with that, Kenny? Yeah, excitement and dedication. You got to believe the lies <laughs> yes! you're spouting. Yes. Yeah. Reavers, yeah. look up Woods is, uh, how many times Woods has won Bay Hill. I bet it's eight times. No, 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 God, no. I think so. I think no, that's eight no, times he's won no, this tournament. No, he hasn't won it eight times. He, nobody's ever won any tournament in the history of man eight times. Wow. Bold statement. I'm liking eight times. <laughs> he's standing by your previous. I'm liking yeah. eight times. Uh, I not, not only sure. heard it, I'm being shared that on a text. 
I'm saying it's eight times. Well, then I'm waiting for Reavers to go on the interlinks. Well, I'm getting all guys saying that. But. Tiger Woods I've been there eight ha- times. Tiger Woods has won eight times at Arnold Palmer's mm-hmm. Invitational mm-hmm. Tournament. Mm-hmm. At so this, you just picked this out of your head, or did somebody text you? <laughs> no, I I knew this. Okay. Well, I I stand by my statement that nobody's ever won a tournament eight times, except for him. <laughs> except for him, I yeah. guess. Okay. All right. I'm like Brandon Lang. I don't. I believe I'm right, even when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's that's the good part of that. What's the best game tonight in the tournament that a non basketball fan like me might watch? I don't know. I haven't even looked at. This. I didn't. You know, I didn't fill out a bracket for the first time in my life. You I mean you didn't go online to the bracket challenge at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com? Aren't most no. of the people that fill out the brackets? Aren't most of them don't know what's going on? Pretty right? much, yeah. Because it, yeah. it's just a game. Me, thing. yeah. I'm just I'm going who I like the name of. Right. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know any history. Such well, is your bracket alive? I have no idea. The best thing to do is. Did Loyola Chicago win? Somebody find they that out. They were winning. They were winning. Find that know. out they're for still me, playing. They're still playing. Okay. Even, as, <laughs> even as we speak, they're still playing. You I'm are sure. his lapdog. Yeah. How do you like that, Rebus? Well, you know, you whatever. He's scratching Anything behind the ears. show business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here's... Hey, Kenny, are you ready for 315 tomorrow? What is 315 what, tomorrow? What's on Kenny's mind? Oh. That's how we uh, fill in those Fridays now. You accuse me of using that as a show time consumer. Yeah, that's it. That's That's exactly what it is. I've I've been doing this a long time. I know how to kill time, Royce. Here's what we have so far. Gonzaga. Yes. Uh, I had them to win because they're Catholic. Catholic, Yes. Kansas beats Penn. I had Kansas. All right. Well, well, that was bold. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Iona's uh, tournament hopes are fading right Uh, now. Catholic going down the hill. Duke is up 62 to 41. Well, you had to take Duke in that one. Halftime, nodded at 28, Miami and Loyola. Ooh. Ooh. And just uh, just started Ohio State and San Diego State. The Ramblers are tied. Nice. Come on, San Diego State. Come on, Brian uh, Dutcher. Win that game. Fascinating. I could listen to yes, you guys all day long. Hey, I had a guy come up today. <laughs> I had a guy come up. I was over watching the minor league game today, and he came up to me and says, you guys are going to cause me to run over the off the road and kill my kill a lot of people. Because we're so you're awful? So funny. Because oh. you're so funny at 3.30. Oh. I said, well, you, good thing you didn't hear yesterday because it was a little irreverent. I said, <laughs> okay. Good thing you weren't home I yesterday. guess we're going to take a break, Pat, because we're going to be uh, zeroing in on uh, prepping for the... Uh, uh, we will hear some of the Chris press Cousins conference. Uh, press conference. Right? Oatana? Yes. Uh, Garage, our sports talk will be back right after this. But now, thanks to our friends at Federated Insurance in Oatana, Minnesota, it's their business to protect your business. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. Good thing that guy listening wasn't a pilot. Be in trouble there. Stocks were mixed at today's market close. The Dow Jones Industrial Average did snap a three-day streak of declines, but the S&P 500 closed lower for a fourth day in a row. That's the longest losing streak since December. The Dow gained 115 points today. The Nasdaq Composite fell 15, and the S&P 500 lost just two points. Toys R Us made it official, filing plans to liquidate its U.S. operations and other businesses. The 70-year-old chain, which filed for bank 
bankruptcy protection in September has more than 700 remaining U.S. stores open still, including Babies R Us, and they will all be closing. About 84,000 children's tents sold exclusively at Home Depot are being recalled due to a laceration hazard. The Playtime Pals pop-up animal-themed tents are distributed by the Jewett Cameron Company. That company said the fiberglass rod that supports the tent can break or splinter and become sharp, posing that laceration hazard. The company has received hundreds of complaints of that happening. Home Depot will issue a full refund for the tents. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right, Bruce, that was very nice, and we appreciate it, and thank you, and we'll talk again a couple of times tomorrow. Checking traffic here, this report sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. We'll go down to the eastbound Crosstown, right on time, all stacked and backed from Tracy over to 35W, the other direction, still seeing building levels. If you're bouncing between the downtowns, westbound 94 at 15 minutes, eastbound 12, and northbound 35W, it's going to be another day for you. You folks, uh, it's jamming up right around the Roseville split, uh, running slow to 694. Thankfully, it's still under 15 minutes between 94 and 694. You have enough things to worry about every day. And sure. Before we get to Mr. Johnny Hyde, as we continue to wait for the press conference to uh, commence couple things and this is why i'm not your go-to guy for the ncaa tournament from jim becker correction needed sdsu is not san diego state it's south dakota state yes. apologize please i am apologizing it is san, uh, south dakota state not they san have, diego they have a fantastic men's and women's basketball programs down there their i picked them in my bracket their women's program is really good well, and if you would like uh, more um, screw-ups like that, then you might want to come out to Big Louie's tonight. I'm going to be out there from 5.30 to 7.30 with a Dos Equis appearance and Dos Equis special, 275 for a 16-ounce or where, where, a 22-ounce. Where is Big Louie's? 350. It is in New Brighton, right on County Road D West, 790 County Road D West. I will West. come out there and enjoy your company, but you have to drive me home. I can do that. Really? I can do that. Really? I, well, I'll drive you back here, man. No, I need a ride right no, to the no, door. No, I can't do that. So it's 530 to 730. Dos is on tap and on special. Great prizes. And I'll talk basketball with you. That, that would, that'd be like when I tried to drive Vogel home uh, when he was drunk and didn't know where he lived. And he was blind. And no lights on him. <laughs> Strike three. Yeah. You walk into that house, there's not one light on. I know. It's eerie. What color is it? I don't know. It's got a porch. I said it had a porch and a light in that Highland Parkway. There isn't one house that doesn't have a little... Best though is we gave him a Cubs hat that had two giant breasts on the visor. He said, yeah, it's a Cubs hat. The Cubs hat, Don. He put it on, he got in a cab and went to the bank. I'm still sad I missed the funeral when the guy walked in barefoot, oh. slammed a beer, and put it in the gasket. Well, not only that, but there was a guy there in a Nixon mask. Nixon mask yeah. <laughs> I should have been there, too. Was it was a hell of a funeral, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'd just been fired, so I was pretty angry. <laughs> I was pretty angry at this organization. I think it was good that you stayed away. Uh, Don will forgive you. You didn't get fired. You just went along for the ride, That's baby. Basically, uh, uh, is John Height going to do the news? Well, until further notice, he's ready to be introduced. Start. I can. So yeah, why don't you go ahead? Because this is we what we're hearing. We don't want to miss Sid's question. This is what we're hearing right now. That's him. 
Oh, yeah, he's, he's being wished happy birthday yeah, to by many. Yep. Careful. So Zimmer <laughs> apparently uh, called him on the radio this morning and sang happy birthday to him. Wow. Well, that's nice of Zim. Yeah. Sure. The coach. Meanwhile, we had a couple And you know of... what Sid says to him? How's your eye? No. <laughs> right down to business. No. Do it, Kenny. It's, Don't be a ween. Uh, no. Don't be a ween. Go ahead, John. It's, it's your turn. Sunny and 38. We are awaiting the uh, Kirk Cousins press conference, so we'll have that for you. As soon as they get underway right now, there's just a lot of general milling about uh, the... Uh, you'll be able to listen to that right here. Is this at the new facility? Yes. Yes. Uh, Vikings also hosting Sheldon Richardson today, defensive tackle. Uh, former Jet only one sack last year, but he's had some seasons where he's had as many as eight, so apparently they're trying to sign him. Although, I've been reading he wants, what, uh, anywhere from eight to $11 million? He's kind of a knothead, too, isn't he? Doesn't he keep getting in trouble? He's the guy, he likes to drive really quickly. Okay. Yeah, like Corin Robinson. He's had yeah. a few issues, yeah. Yes. Well, I hope he's not like Corin Robinson, who's one of the most wonderfully pathological liars I've ever been around. He, he was fantastic. He could make you believe it all. And then 10 minutes later, he's driving 150 through uh, St. Peter. Uh, we have breaking news. out Uh-oh. at It's not Winter Park. What are we calling it? The uh, Twin Cities Orthopedic uh, Center. Uh, this according to Randball. Birthday boy Sid Hartman is now quipping he has cornered Cousin's wife. Oh, okay. at the press conference, he is. He's sitting right behind her, and, he won't, and he won't shut up. <laughs> She's visibly agitated. What channel is this on? Uh, we're watching the nine. I don't know if the five. Has it. Well, I don't think oh, the five has. No, because they have the Twin Cities live on. on. Yep. Uh, twins with an eight to one win over Tampa Bay today. Kyle Gibson, nice start. Five innings, four hits, one run, five strikeouts. Uh, twins with split squad action tomorrow, playing Tampa Bay early and then Boston later in the day. We were kicking it around, John, and mm-hmm. when was the last time the Twins had too much pitching? Oh. They have too much pitching. I don't recall. When Irv comes time. back, I don't even know if he'll be able to make the rotation. <laughs> Send him to Rochester. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> News notes from today. Update on what's going on down there in Florida. Officially, oh, there's... Oh, man. What a story. Officially, one person dead after the pedestrian bridge collapsed at Florida International University in Miami. Six people taken to the hospital as a result of the collapse. There are also, though, according to the mayor, Carlos Jimenez, eight vehicles trapped underneath, as far as they can count at this point. They're still trying to get to them as quickly as they can, he said. So, obviously... Uh, they're still going to have more Have you more seen the fatalities. photos, boys? Oh, yeah. It's, the cars yeah, are were, uh, six inches high it's now. It's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. And they were bragging about how fast they put this bridge up, right? Mm-hmm. Just uh, a couple of weeks know. ago, right? Yeah. Yep. No, they like 87 hours or something they put it it's, up. They and, called uh, it they an, an accelerated uh, building something, they called it. Yeah. No, but and what they, I mean, Pat, it just opened like last week no, or so. No, it hasn't yeah. opened yet. It, oh, it it's they not even walking. No, no. I don't think anybody was on it yet. They swung it into place Saturday, but I'm not sure yes. if they were using uh, yes. so. Your new QB is walking in here. Well, yeah, but he hadn't talked yet. Right? Well, just... They'll have to put the jersey on first and all looking, that crap. Looking very dapper. Do you want to hear from Spielman first or no? Uh, oh, go I ahead. Suppose. I mean, sure. that's what Let's people go. are watching. Or should we take our break right now quickly? Yeah, right. And then that's come back with, uh, with, let's do that. Okay, good idea. that um, some of the best players on the Vikings are also some of the best men and some of the best leaders. And um, I was really excited to uh, have the chance to, uh, to be here and to be a part of this team. So now the work begins. Um, I'm not here to sign a contract. In, in essence, I'm here to play football. And uh, I look forward to doing that here in about a month. 
and uh, going to work every day with my teammates. But um, uh, for a long time, my family and I have prayed uh, a verse from the Bible, Ephesians 3.20, uh, which says, uh, And now to him uh, who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine. And um, that has been our prayer today. That prayer has certainly been answered, but we will continue to pray it more than ever as we go forward uh, that God would uh, continue to do uh, immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine. So with that, I'd love to open it up for uh, questions and uh, happy to answer any that you may have. My agent communicated to me that this free agency process in general around the entire league moved more quickly than, than it has in previous years for whatever reason, and uh, my situation was no different. But um, it was a good process. You know, Mike and I, Mike McCartney, uh, my agent, have really been in these types of conversations for about two and a half years. And so we've built a, a great deal of trust, a great relationship. And so for me, it was not a stressful experience uh, because of the implicit trust I have in Mike. And uh, uh, he handled it very well and represented me and my family uh, at a high level. And um, I'm very appreciative for that. Kirk, a lot of people are looking at you as kind of a final piece to lead the Vikings to the Super Bowl, perhaps a win. What kind of extra pressure or what kind of pressure do you have All I can do is do what's right in front of me. Um, I can't win the Super Bowl today. Okay, I can do a press conference to talk about a contract and then go from there. So um, what I'm looking forward to is getting to know teammates over the next few weeks, reaching out to them, building relationships, hopefully being able to spend some time with them and um, – and then get to work April 16th with the organization. That's where my focus lies. And uh, uh, from there, we'll build and, and hopefully be able to have those conversations down the road. Why do you think you're a good fit here? Well, I, I would uh, be here a long time if I were to read off the grocery list of reasons why this is the right fit. Um, but for the sake of time, I'll just say that uh, uh, winning is what I said it would be all about, and uh, uh, it's true. I, I, I came here because of the chance to win. I felt like it was it was a, probably the best chance, um, and, and that's all that matters in this business. But more importantly than that, um, the, the chance to win comes from the fact that I believe in the leadership of this organization. Uh, there has to be a commitment to win from, from ownership. There has to be uh, the ownership, the, the general manager, the head coach, and the quarterback have to all be on the same page. I feel very good about that dynamic here, and um, and uh, leadership. Everything rises and, rises and falls on leadership, and I believe that uh, the leadership here is in place to be able to uh, to win a lot of football games. I think you just said it. Um, um, show total commitment, uh, uh, and it starts there. You know, they have to be willing to uh, to make the sacrifice that they feel is necessary to win, and they have to be able to trust those that they've hired to do their job, and they have to trust their decision makers. And so, um, again, I, I think to, to echo what I said previously, I think they're all on the same page, and uh, the commitment is there, and that's where it has to start to have a chance. Again, I think it would be a long list that I could 
you know, maybe someday I'll write it down and, and read it off to you, but uh, uh, it is a long list. There are many, many positives, but ultimately the pitch is, will we win football games? And the answer here is, I, I, I believe we will. And um, it's not going to come by just signing a contract, okay? Um, there's a lot of work to be done, but uh, I believe the pieces are in place. And if we stay humble and hungry, um, I'm really excited about the, the potential that exists here. You know, I, I like to prepare and I like to uh, cover my bases and I don't like to be surprised. And um, the nature of free agency is that you don't have time when free agency begins to do your research and to take your visits. Things move quickly, as we saw. So I did take full advantage the week I was here for Super Bowl week uh, with events. Uh, I had about five or six days here and rented a car and drove out here and drove by Winter Park and, and drove through Egan and uh, I wanted to get a feel for the area and um, did be the best research that I could. And uh, everything, you know, I called Julie near the end of the week and I said, um, you know, everything's checking the boxes here. And uh, the timing of it was such that I think the second day I was here was when the trade was made to, to show that I was going to be moving on. So the timing was good for me to start being able to do research here and um, from there, it was just a process of continuing to gather facts. What do you remember about your games against the Gophers? <laughs> First of all, happy birthday, Sid. <laughs> yeah, and uh, against the Gophers, I remember getting beat on Halloween night at TCF Bank Stadium. Um, and then I remember they came to our place a couple of times. And then Super Bowl week this year, I uh, reached out to Coach Fleck and asked if I could come sit with him for about an hour and learn from him about leadership and some of his culture building that he does. And he was kind enough to grant me an hour, so we sat in his office and I picked his brain. And uh, while I'm a Spartan at heart, I'm certainly uh, excited now to be in the Gophers' backyard, and I'll be cheering them on as well because I have a great deal of respect for Coach Fleck and for his uh, leadership abilities. And I think there's uh, there's plenty more where that uh, one-hour conversation came from that I look forward to maybe having with Coach Fleck in the future. So I'll enjoy being here in the in the Twin Cities and following them as well. He did, uh, yes. Yes, Coach Salem uh, was hired to be the running backs coach my last couple of years at Michigan State. He's since transitioned to being the quarterback coach, and I have a great relationship with him, and he's just been texting me now in the last few days knowing that he has Minnesota ties. How did you handle the last couple of years with just having to go a year to year with Washington and not Sure. Well, on, on one hand, this, this process has moved quickly this week. On the other hand, it's been a two-and-a-half-year process. And, um, you know, patience uh, was certainly needed throughout the process. And, um, you know, Mike McCartney just provided such strong counsel for so many years. And certainly the two-and-a-half years are the ones that people focus on. But I could go back six years to some of the counsel he's given me that has led to today and, and will continue to lead in the future. But, um, um just so grateful for the way things have played out. I wouldn't change anything that's happened um, for the world. And, um, you know, now I'm just excited to look forward to all that's in store. Kirk, I think uh, the Vikings fans have seen a lot of the touchdowns, the highlights, the yardage. One video clip that's been shared you like that. Yeah. Theme, if you will. In that snapshot, do we see a little bit of the, the fire, the passion, the, the chip that you play with? Uh, you know, I have always felt a little bit underrated, a little bit overlooked. Uh, if you, you know, go back and research my story, that's certainly a, an element there. And so as a result, there is a fire there. And um, it's a balance as a quarterback. You know, I want to stay within myself and, and um, 
never get too high or too low, but I think there's a healthy passion and fire there that can help bring out the best in me as a player. Well, it was certainly a focus of our conversations for two and a half years, and um, I think more than anything, it's a testament to the Wilf family uh, on so many different levels, their commitment to winning. Uh, if anybody in this city or this state has a question about their commitment, I think this contract shows that they're all in. And, um, you know, it's a tremendous amount of belief in me as a person and as a player and uh, humbled and honored that they would um, give the okay on that and that the decision makers who, who uh, brought that to them, um, you know, believe, believe that way in, in, in me and my family. What does it mean specifically just to, as of now, be the highest paid player in the NFL on an average salary per year? You know, that, that, that statement is really a moving target, and um, as the salary cap continues to grow, that's just going to continue to change. So, uh, sure, at this moment in time on March 15th, I guess that's true, but uh, I do expect a couple of big-name players to pass me by pretty quickly, and that's the nature of the game, and I understand that. So, uh, um, you know, I look forward to, to playing here. As, you know, Rick said yesterday, um, you know, th this is a lifetime deal. You know, that's the goal. You know, I, yes, it's a three-year deal, but uh, the expectation is from both sides that, uh, you know, we raise our kids here and that, you know, if everything goes as planned, that I'd be here a long, long time. Uh, both Big Ten guys. You know, he's from Northwestern, and uh, uh, I don't know him personally, haven't met him, but I know he's from Orlando, went to high school in Orlando. My folks live down there now, and uh, I look forward to connecting with him in the future. Um, you know, here pretty quickly, and I just think he'll be a great addition. I, I love the fact that there's someone else in the quarterback room will have will have been in the fire and have played. I think that's a great person to lean on, someone who really knows what it's like, the ups and the downs, and uh, um, I think there's a lot I can learn from him and that he can share with us to continue to grow in that room. You talk about the, the weapons that are in place here uh, yeah. already, and I know you say you've Absolutely. Um, you know, again, that grocery list of reasons why I would want to be here is certainly on that list is the is the roster and the players on both sides of the ball. But when you take a look at the offense, I could go on and I'd probably leave somebody out if I named them all. But uh, there's again, it's a testament to the leadership of this organization with the way they've drafted, the way they've handled free agency, the, stru the way they've structured things. Um, those rosters don't happen by accident. So um, I'm very fortunate to be walking into uh, this locker room, not just the talent, but the people and the men. Um, that's what's really important to me because um, ultimately you win with people. And um, I, I'm excited about that opportunity and just can't wait to get to work and to get to know these guys and assimilate into an already really strong culture and uh, just see where, how and where I fit and uh, do all I can to help win football games. Kirk, what have you been hearing from other players about the concept of Um, I've been so insulated in the last few days that I really haven't heard. Um, didn't attend, um, you know, the NFLPA meetings this year, so wasn't connected from that standpoint. But I, uh, um, you know, it, it won't matter if other players after me, you know, choose to go a different route. So um, it is what it is for my situation. But um, you know, players after me are going to have to decide what they want to do. Yeah, it's again, it, it's there's nothing I can pave unless people come after me. So um, I guess history will, will probably write that more than right now. We'll have to look back and see, you know, how this league goes from here.
Folks, we're going to take our affiliates. We're going to take our last sports talk break and come back and wrap it up with a quick ride preview. This is coverage of Kirk Cousins live from Viking Central in Egan. And uh, they introduced Kirk Cousins, the new quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. And I would imagine, Mr. Reavers, you guys are going to have a little more coverage on the ride. Uh, Kirk Cousins will be the center point of this afternoon's conversation. Kevin Seifert will join at 5 o'clock. Of course, we'll have the sports person of the day and a lot of college basketball talk as we kick off March Madness. All right, 10-4-1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. The ride is next.